The following program is rated TV mature. Viewer discretion is advised. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Christopher started the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Another week, another episode. Yes. Christopher, Jordan Belos here. Eddie's here. Yes. Chris, I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. Why are you happy? Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to watch it, man. It's an experience. It's great acting. There are some parts you're going to have to skip through, though. I know you ain't going to like it. <laughs> just, just muscle through it. I really think you'll enjoy it, man. Okay. Where it'll, you, learn, it'll teach you a lot. Where you, where you watching it at? Man, in my comfortable, you know, home. You know no, I'm going to say like HBO. Did, oh, well, it's on HBO okay, Max. I thought you okay. said where. Okay. Like, like at my house. Oh, house no, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you were watching at your house. <laughs> yeah. But HBO Max, man. Enjoy okay. yourself. Okay. What about you? What you been going on? Um, Man, I think... um. It's so boring. I don't even like talking about it. Here. Oh, <laughs> need some excitement. It's, in your so, life. it's so boring, but it, I mean, it's good stuff. It's just it's okay, it's boring good. stuff that's unrelated. Um, I've, I've been waiting for some really good content, man. I honestly feel like it's not us; it's the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the world hasn't given us nothing, man. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I've been waiting for some really good content, and I saw. Uh, uh, I was on Twitter a couple of days ago, and I saw um, Dave Chappelle trending. Yeah. And a couple weeks ago, I saw the trailer for his um, new special. I was like, why is he trending? Mm. I look it up. It turns out his special was out. Yeah. And it was a quiet release, yeah, wasn't it? Because yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah, I, yeah. I, it was a surprise to me. Yeah. Yeah. He pulled a Beyonce, a little surprise drop. Dang. And I watched it. Mm. And I said, this is what we're talking about on, a, <laughs> on Roommates Uncut. Yep. This is what we're talking about. Yep. Here we are. I text you. I said, Chris, watch this. Let's talk about this tonight. I watched it twice. Watched it twice. I watched it twice. I should have watched it twice. I only watched it once. Chris, I'm curious. Knee-jerk reaction. Okay. Knee-jerk reaction. Yes. I honestly thought it was a lot shorter than what it should have been. Okay. Because I was like, oh, it's over? <laughs> like, like, you know, that that was it. Cause especially that last part. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he drugged it on a little bit, but, you know, that full story took a long time. And I wasn't expecting that to be the kind of like the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like it could have been a lot longer. Uh, and I definitely feel like it was funny mm-hmm. for how serious the conversation yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it wasn't like you know you know sticks and stones or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as what he was wanting to say, what he was trying to say, and to make it funny, I thought it was genius. Love uh, when he and he was bold. I was like, oh, he really said that. <laughs> oh, he's really talking hey, about this right now. He's really saying this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, he at the point where he just don't give a crap. And even when he said, like, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but he was like, this is my last special in a while. Yeah. I was like, you daggone right. It's going to be last one in a while. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? It's going to yeah, be yeah. all kinds of crazy uh, backlash for it. But yeah. uh, that's my, my, my first uh, initial reaction. What about yours? Man, the... I, I love Dave Chappelle. My favorite comedian <laughs> of all time. I've watched every one of his specials. He's like my top five. Bernie Mac is my favorite comedian of all time. And when I was watching it, initially I was like, this is a little underwhelming. The first mm. 15 minutes I was like, man, it's a little. Cause I, cause, I thought it was the middle for me that was underwhelming. Because the it, beginning was good, I begin- thought. You started off like the first five minutes, it was good. It was and good. then the, the next 10 minutes I was just like, oop. Because I asked myself, if he wasn't Dave Chappelle, would I still be watching this? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's where I was like, if he Dang. wasn't Dave Chappelle, would I still be watching this? And I said, I can't answer that question mm. right now. So I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> he made some jokes <laughs> that I thought were hilarious. <laughs> you know, he had a few jokers. And then at the end, 
the way he put everything together, everything made sense. Yeah. Because Dave Chappelle, I realized he's no longer a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's speaking. Not, he's not a comedian. Mm-hmm. That man, I, I, I wanted to create a word to describe it, but I, I couldn't think of a word to describe what he's doing. It's not a lecture. It's not a no. speech. No. You know, it's not a presentation. It's, 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 it's like a, a monologue. Yeah. Of a man in front of thousands of people and just sharing yeah. what he feels. Mm-hmm. And he makes it funny. He makes you think. And it's just like, it's an, ex- it's an experience mm-hmm. that I feel as though for a lot of people who didn't grow up on Dave Chappelle could not really enjoy it as much. Yeah, yeah. But by the end of that, I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely on a, on a different level right yeah. now. Uh, what he's doing um, with comedy. Because I don't even think we've seen this in comedy. Because he's given us, like you said, his perspective, his analysis, his thoughts and opinions. And he's making it funny. But he's also checking people yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Some of these people, uh, you know, if they watch it and they really internalize themselves, he's talking about you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But he's doing it in a way where if you are open heart, and yeah. objective, you can laugh, yeah. but you can't be like, man, you know what? Even though it's funny, he's making a lot of sense. Yeah. And he's telling the truth right now. And it's kind of giving, you know, a different perspective. It's all, you know, like, you know, with all the Black Lives Matter stuff and yeah, that yeah, kind of yeah, talk yeah. and yeah. You, people sit down and have those serious conversations. Yeah. He's giving us these serious commenta- conversations. And like in the monologue for it, I think that was beautifully said, but he's making it funny as well yeah. and i don't think that that has happened in comedy history honestly no you're right and and, and i think that's why a lot i don't know if, how people are going to view it if it's even comedy what, mm. what, what piece of art is it going to be in i mean i mean to me i was reading i'm rereading jordan peterson 12 rules for life and there's a rule i believe it's rule eight where it says you know don't lie it says you know always tell the truth I forgot the rule. Something about telling the truth and at least don't lie. Mm-hmm. So, so this idea of like speaking the truth. And what I respected the most about, about Dave Chappelle, man, obviously when you're a multimillionaire, run it over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, can, yeah. you can do stuff like that. But what I love the most is that the most masculine thing about Dave Chappelle, in my opinion, is the speaking your honest truth. Mm-hmm. And... Speaking the your honest or the honest truth, I think that's such a masculine thing. Yeah, because so many men are afraid of speaking the honest truth because they're afraid of what's gonna happen if they speak the honest truth. Yeah, so many men are afraid of the backlash. They feel something. This is how I genuinely feel. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say it because I'm so afraid of the backlash that's going to happen from me speaking my mind. Yeah. And um, in Jordan Peterson's book, he talks about, he's like, why do you think, why do you think the, the, um, he talks about, you know, Soviet Russia and uh, Mao's China and you know, Hitler's Germany. He said, why do you think the German people were allowing this, this stuff to happen? Mm. He said, because people who believe something didn't speak their mind. Yeah. People, there's probably, there's tons of people who saw, bro, what you guys are doing is messed up. Yeah. They didn't want to get in trouble. They were too afraid. Yeah. 
going back to slavery. Yep. There were so many people who were like, yo, that's wrong. You're, you're, you're raping these women. You're, you're putting things on their mouths. You're treating them like animals. But they were afraid of speaking their honest truth. Yeah. And to me, when Dave was up there and he was, and he was just so bold. And he was comfortable. Too. Oh, man. Comfortable. He lived in it. <laughs> he enjoyed it. I was like, that's, some, that's a lesson that every man needs to take it and apply it into their life. Because so, I'm talking about, I asked myself, I said, if you weren't afraid of, of people's responses, would you still be doing what you're doing today? Mm. My question to you, would you still be, if you weren't afraid about how people would respond to you, would you still be talking about what you're talking about today? Uh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, being in this position, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, we kind of, you know, we are in a, what, what they call it, a fishbowl. Yeah, yeah. You know, people are always looking at us. You know, I, I see the comments. I read most of the comments. You know what I mean? So I see the good things they say. And I see the bad things <laughs> they say. You know, uh, and, but in, even in this position, it's still a level of fear where it's like some topics or conversations that, um, that if we want to touch, yeah. um, it's it's still yeah they, I can see there still be consequences yeah, yeah I can still could see the the cancel you know culture or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah yeah and I feel like we can get to more into that because I have a question to you about David Chappelle into uh, uncut yeah but I do feel like that still is very real um, at least for me right now yeah. that you can't really just say whatever you want and not have any consequences no I love that. Cause that's cause honestly, after watching that special album, I felt that way. Mm. I was like, "There's a lot of things if I I would love to talk about, but I I won't talk about it because I know what it's gonna do to me. I'm like, I'm about to get married. I'm about to start a family. I'm yeah. about to do this. I have to pay for this. I got to do this. I can't afford to lose everything. No, nah, no, nah, not at this, not at this stage. You know, definitely not. Still at this building. Stage. Yeah, where, when David Spell's gotten to where he can, yeah, now we can. And, and, and that's what it made me think about the podcast of Joe Rogan and Patrick Bad Davis. This is a great episode. Mm-hmm. And on the episode, I think, I don't know if I talked about it, but Joe Rogan was like, the way that they censor you is by making sure that they take away your financial gain from your, your work. Yeah. So if they know, okay, if, if, if the roommates want to talk about this topic, well, instead of paying them five thousand a month on YouTube, we're gonna pay them two thousand a month on YouTube. Yep. Once we see we're getting two thousand a month on YouTube, we're like, oh heck, nah, we ain't talking about this no more. I ain't talking about this. Hell no. More. Nah. You know what I mean? And then so then you change. So to me, as a, I, I realize that as a man, it takes something. It takes a lot of money first. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it takes something in you to be like, regar- regardless of the consequences, I'm gonna speak my mind. And that special is also what happened with the whole Jordan Peterson thing. Because that's why Jordan Peterson rose to fame. Jordan Peterson was a Harvard professor, professor at the University of Toronto. He was, also, he was always a prominent guy. Yeah. But when, he, when that little bill came in Canada that said, you have to use these pronouns, and he said, I don't believe I should be forced by the government to use these pronouns, him speaking this truth transformed his life. And yeah. so... Man, regardless of what people are going to be saying about Dave, I really admire the ability of an individual to stand in the face of 
the cancel culture in the face in the face of society in the face of all the hate mail and hate tweets and hate messages and and to say i'm going to say what i feel in my heart and if you receive it well you receive it well and if you receive it badly that's all on you yeah yeah especially if they got that like like i said dave got it's in the position where he has creative control yeah you know so it's like if you gonna click on my face you know i'm gonna show you what i want to talk about yeah you know what i mean so that's also a really good position to be in where it's like you have the freedom to do whatever because you created that space to do that yeah you know um yeah, I I do admire it too, man, because it does take a lot of guts um, and a lot of balls to do that, you yeah. know, especially against that community. Yeah. Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> don't come for crap, Please, please, please. I don't want no parts yeah, of it. Yeah, right. Uh, man, my question to you is, yeah. do you think uh, because of Dave Chappelle's money, stability, you know, you do you think he's really bulletproof at this point? Yes. I do feel like, and don't get me wrong, Dave earned himself into yeah. that position. I feel like men like us, we have to build oh, towards yeah. that that bulletproof yeah. where you can say whatever and the consequences can be what it is. Yeah. Because we have so-and-so amount in the bank or we have whatever income over here and, you know, kids are older here. It's like now since you have, you know, your foundation is super solid, you can't say you know what you feel and what you want, especially because you're older now too. So you can you had time thinking about it and all that stuff. Yeah. But since you know you're kind of more, you know, stable. Yeah. It's it's a less of a risk versus like you're just trying to build and be in your formative years right now too. Dave has built himself to get there, but the audience can build people to be there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. So the audience can say, we love what you guys do. Here, we're all on Patreon giving you this amount of money. We're not leaving. We believe in you. Mm -hmm. So now you're free to jump out the balcony, jump out the window, and we rock with you, a.k.a. Andrew Schultz and Flagrant 2. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. We're building it, but the audience that's that's here can give men the opportunity to be this person. Got you. I see what you're saying. The audience right now, we have 453,000 subscribers. If only one percent of them were on Patreon, be four thousand patrons. That would be enough to say, "You guys say what's on your mind. You guys say what's going to help men. You guys say all these things." And honestly, you know. I want I, I want to talk about this on 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 YouTube. So let's keep this for YouTube, because what what Dave has done and what has occurred from what he's built is that you're not you're now you're no longer in your head about creating what you believe is good. Yeah, you don't have that doubt anymore. Yeah, basically. like we we don't YouTube. And the algorithm and the analytics and all that stuff, that much controls what everybody here does. Yeah. Controls it us. controls us. The moment, I'm telling you, I tell guys, that's why it's so important that every guy donates, subscribes to the Patreon. Every guy got to do it because there's only a matter of time before they're like, masculinity, that's all, that's toxic stuff that they're doing over there. Hate speech. Hate speech. Done. Pull the plug. Shadow ban, do whatever they want to do. 
then we're done. But then we're like, we're smart. We're like, bro, we got to feed our family. We got to pay these bills. We yeah. got to keep these employees, you know, having money in their pockets. Yeah. So if, if they're saying we lose money for talking about masculinity, we can't talk about masculinity anymore. That's how they silence you. That's how they do it. That's, That's how they shut you off. Puppeteer, right? Exactly. And so to me, you're, you're 100% right. Dave has earned the right to have these conversations, but the community of men who rock with the roommates, the community of women who rock with the roommates, they can give us the ability to be bulletproof as well and to speak what we believe is true and good for the betterment of society. And now, let's go back to Uncut. Guys, you've just watched a short sample of our brand new show, The Roommates Uncut. Guys, if you want to watch the full episode, head over to patreon.com slash roommates where you can get the full uncut episode to hear our uncensored and at times unsafe opinions. And on Patreon, you get so much more than just bonus episodes. You get bonus courses, bonus resources, and as well as access to like-minded men from all across the country. So join Patreon, get on this episode, get all these free resources at patreon.com slash roommates. Now let's go to Patreon and watch the rest of the episode.